Today is the 16th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you today as we gather and find a place around the global campfire here and move forward together. We are still uh, continuing our journey through the book of Genesis in the Old Testament, and we are with Jacob, who has fled Laban. After 20 years in his service, he's taken his entire household and is going back home. And on his way, he has sent messengers to Esau, his brother. If we remember right, uh, last time we saw Jacob and Esau together, Esau wanted to kill Jacob for all of the trickery, the, the fatherly blessing, the inheritance, the birthright that was taken through deception. And so the last time they parted company, it was not on good terms. And Jacob is a little freaked out about it. And that's where we pick up the story. Genesis chapter 32, verse 13 through 34, verse 31. He spent the night there and took part of what he had brought with him as a gift for his brother Esau, 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 milk camels with their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He entrusted them to his slaves as separate herds and said to them, Go on ahead of me and leave some distance between the herds. And he told the first one, When my brother Esau meets you and asks, Who do you belong to? Where are you going? And whose animals are these ahead of you? Then tell him, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord Esau. And look, he is behind us. He also told the second one, the third, and everyone who was walking behind the animals, say the same thing to Esau when you find him. You are also to say, look, your servant Jacob is right behind us. For he thought, I want to appease Esau with the gift that is going ahead of me. After that, I can face him and perhaps he will forgive me. So the gift was sent on ahead of him while he remained in the camp that night. During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two slave women, and his eleven sons and crossed the ford of Jabok. He took them and sent them across the stream along with all his possessions. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not defeat him, he struck Jacob's hip socket as they wrestled and dislocated his hip. Then he said to Jacob, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? The man asked. Jacob, he replied. Your name will no longer be Jacob, he said. It will be Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, 
please tell me your name. But he answered, Why do you ask my name? And he blessed him there. Jacob then named the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face, he said, yet my life has been spared. The sun shone on him as he passed by Penuel, limping because of his hip. That is why, still today, the Israelites don't eat the thigh muscle that is at the hip socket, because he struck Jacob's hip socket at the thigh muscle. Now Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming toward him with four hundred men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two slave women. He put the slaves and their children first, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. He himself went on ahead and bowed to the ground seven times until he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, hugged him, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Then they wept. When Esau looked up and saw the women and children, he asked, Who are these with you? He answered, The children God has graciously given your servant. Then the slaves and their children approached him and bowed down. Leah and her children also approached and bowed down. Then Joseph and Rachel approached and bowed down. So Esau said, What do you mean by this whole procession I met? To find favor with you, my lord, he answered. I have enough, my brother, Esau replied. Keep what you have. But Jacob said, No, please, if I have found favor with you, take this gift from me. For indeed, I have seen your face, and it is like seeing God's face, since you have accepted me. Please take my present that was brought to you, because God has been gracious to me, and I have everything I need. So Jacob urged him until he accepted. Then Esau said, Let's move on and I'll go ahead of you. Jacob replied, My Lord knows that the children are weak, and I have nursing flocks and herds. If they are driven hard for one day, the whole herd will die. Let my Lord go ahead of his servant. I will continue on slowly, at a pace suited to the livestock and the children, until I come to my Lord at Seir. Esau said, Let me leave some of my people with you. But he replied, Why do that? Please indulge me, my Lord. That day Esau started on his way back to Seir, but Jacob went to Succoth. He built a house for himself and shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was called Succoth. After Jacob came from Paddan Aram, he arrived safely at Shechem in the land of Canaan and camped in front of the city. He purchased a section of the field where he had pitched his tent from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of silver, and he set up an altar there and called it God, the God of Israel. Leah's daughter, Dinah, whom Leah bore to Jacob, went out to see some of the young women of the area. When Shechem, son of Hamor the Hivite, who was the region's chieftain, saw her, he took her and raped her. He became infatuated with Jacob's daughter Dinah. 
He loved the young girl and spoke tenderly to her. Get me this girl as a wife, he told his father. Jacob heard that Shechem had defiled his daughter Dinah, but since his sons were with his livestock in the field, he remained silent until they returned. Meanwhile, Shechem's father Hamor came to speak with Jacob. Jacob's sons returned from the field when they heard about the incident. They were deeply grieved and very angry, for Shechem had committed an outrage against Israel by raping Jacob's daughter, and such a thing should not be done. Hamor said to Jacob's sons, My son Shechem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. Intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters for yourselves. Live with us. The land is before you. Settle here. Move about and acquire property in it. And Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, Grant me this favor and I'll give you whatever you say. Demand of me a high compensation and gift. I'll give you whatever you ask me. Just give the girl to be my wife. But Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamor deceitfully because he had defiled their sister Dinah. We cannot do this thing, they said to them. Giving our sister to an uncircumcised man is a disgrace to us. We will agree with you only on this condition. If all your males are circumcised as we are, then we will give you our daughters, take your daughters for ourselves, live with you and become one people. But if you will not listen to us and be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and go. Their words seemed good to Hamor and his son Shechem. The young man did not delay doing this because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. Now he was the most important in all his father's family. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city. These men are peaceful toward us, they said. Let them live in our land and move about in it, for indeed the region is large enough for them. Let's take their daughters as our wives and give our daughters to them. But the men will agree to live with us and be one people only on this condition. If all our men are circumcised as they are, won't their livestock, their possessions, and all their animals become ours? Only let's agree with them, and they will live with us. All the men who had come to the city gates listened to Hamor and his son Shechem, and all those men were circumcised. On the third day, when they were still in pain, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords, went into the unsuspecting city, and killed every male. They killed Hamor and his son Shechem with their swords, took Dinah from Shechem's house, and went away. Jacob's sons came to the slaughter and plundered the city because their sister had been defiled. They took their flocks, herds, donkeys, and whatever was in the city and in the field. They captured all their possessions, dependents, and wives and plundered everything in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, 
you have brought trouble on me, making me odious to the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites and the Perizzites. We are few in number. If they unite against me and attack me, I and my household will be destroyed. But they answered, Should he treat our sister like a prostitute? Matthew 11, 7-30 As these men were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed? Swaying in the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothes? See, those who wear soft clothes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one greater than John the Baptist has appeared. But the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been suffering violence, and the violent have been seizing it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John and if you're willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who is to come. Let anyone who has ears listen. To what should I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces who call out to other children. We played the flute for you, but you didn't dance. We sang a lament, but you didn't mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. Then he proceeded to denounce the towns where most of his miracles were done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes long ago. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will go down to Hades, for if the miracles that were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until today. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, because this was your good pleasure. All things have been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, 
And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son desires to reveal Him. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Psalm 14 A Portrait of Sinners For the Choir Director Of David The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the human race to see if there is one who is wise, one who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will evildoers never understand? They consume my people as they consume bread. They do not call on the Lord. Then they will be filled with dread, for God is with those who are righteous. You sinners frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that Israel's deliverance would come from Zion. When the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Proverbs 3, 19 and 20 The Lord founded the earth by wisdom and established the heavens by understanding. By His knowledge, the watery depth broke open and the clouds dripped with dew. Okay, so we have a bunch of stuff happening in the scriptures today. In the book of Genesis, we have been traveling alongside Jacob. And again, not to be like overly redundant, but this is important for us to remember. Abraham was called by God into a land that he didn't know, right? And he entered into a covenant with God. A child of promise was born to Abraham and Sarah, his wife, the child Isaac, Isaac has children of his own now, Jacob and Esau. And we've gone through their whole story. And we even talked about it at the beginning, how they, the last time we saw them together, there was a lot of animosity. But they're heading toward each other again, and they meet again. Jacob is uh, fairly well terrified. He's moving all of his household around into different camps, trying to figure out, like... If one camp gets atta attacked, maybe another camp can get away. He's selecting all these gifts and sending them ahead to sort of soften Esau if Esau is still mad. 
And it gets dark, and so Jacob has everybody separated into camps and trying to keep them safe, and then he's by himself, and he has a wrestling match all evening with somebody. And that somebody has been a point of great conjecture over the years. On the one hand, many people say he's wrestling with his brother Esau. They're they're fighting with each other. They're working it out. Other people would say, no, he's wrestling with God. And then other people would be like, no, no, really, it really does have to be Esau, right? Because when he does see Esau, he says, you, you know, seeing your face is like seeing the face of God. And so this has been wrestled with, and it could be easy enough for us to go like, does it, I mean, like how, like what it, how, why does this matter? And the reason that it does kind of matter in this particular context is that this is where we see Jacob's name get changed. Jacob's name has been changed to Israel. That's a pretty important name in the Bible. And as we've kind of pointed out before, if Jacob's name has changed to Israel, then then Jacob's children are the children of Israel. And that is what we are indeed watching be formed before our very eyes. And then just real briefly, we flip over into the book of Matthew and we see Jesus having a conversation about John the Baptist. And what we're beginning to um, see is the tension that is arising around Jesus. The people, including John and his disciples, are expecting a certain kind of Messiah, a certain kind of anointed one. They have some expectations about God sending a, a redeemer, a deliverer. And in their mindset, they're, they're looking at, at their status. They are a people that live within a land of empire, the Roman Empire. They are in their ancestral homeland, but it's not theirs. And it hasn't been since the Babylonian exile. So it's been centuries. And the Jewish people have a, a, a little bit of exemption in the empire around their worship. They, the, the Jewish religion is a very ancient, old religion. Uh, and it was already in the first century a very ancient, old religion. And typically, people inside the Roman Empire are expected to worship a variety of gods, the gods of the empire, the gods that protect the empire. The Jewish people had sort of an exemption from that. They worship one god. and But, but sort of the repercussions of that are that they're marginalized inside of the culture. And so they're within the empire's boundaries, but... They don't have citizenship. They don't have a voice. They're in their ancestral homeland, but they have no control. And so this breeds all kinds of tensions. And so we have uh, groups of spiritual leaders like the Sanhedrin, especially the Sadducees, uh, trying to keep the tension down, like trying to work with the Roman people, collude with the Romans and just keep the people under control. Keep the Romans from getting mad enough to just, you know, wipe them out. 
But then you have people on the other extreme, like zealots, who are like, we've got to get the sword of the Lord and unsheath it and go and destroy God's enemies. So there's this kind of waiting for somebody to rise up that can lead like that and pull all of the people together. And here comes Jesus, clearly an anointed of God, moving about the countryside, speaking of the arrival of the kingdom of heaven, uh, uh, with signs and wonders following him. And people are wondering, is this the one? Is this the guy? Even, even John sends his disciples to Jesus because that's the talk. Like that's, that's what's going on underneath the surface here. And so John's disciples come to Jesus essentially going, John wants to know, are you the one? Or should we be waiting for somebody else? Because Jesus is kind of fitting, fitting the bill. He's, he, he kind of looks like what he should look like, except for he's not doing a lot of like battle cries and raising swords and rallying people together in some sort of military move. And so Jesus ends up telling John's disciples, go back and tell John what you're seeing. And what they're seeing is that the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead are being raised, infirmities are being healed, good news of the kingdom is being announced to the poor. Like, yes, this looks different than what you're expecting, but go tell John that what's happening is that the kingdom is breaking forth. And so it's very clear that the kingdom Jesus is talking about is different than what the expectations are. And so then Jesus in today's reading is simply asking the crowds, why did you even go to see John in the first place? What was the motivator? What were you trying to, what were you trying to see? Did you want to see a reed swaying in the wind? Did you want to see somebody dressed in soft clothes? What did you go to see? A prophet? Yes, you went to see a prophet and that is what you saw. And so you have gone out to see a prophet and you have come to me. And we have different styles and none of it is good enough for any of you. Are, are none of you getting what's going on? And then Jesus says, to what could I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplace who call out to other children. We played the flute for you, but you wouldn't dance. So we got sad and sang a lament, but you wouldn't mourn. Right? Like no matter what we did, you wouldn't respond. For John, and I'm quoting Jesus, for John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. And then I come eating and drinking, and you say, look, there's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So we're able to get some insight here into a little bit of the exasperation. Like Jesus is like, I'm doing this right in front of your very eyes and speaking to you plainly, but your set of expectations are different than this. And so what could we do? Like what hope do we need to jump through to actually get your attention? And we'll watch this tension continue to, um, to build. We probably know where this story goes. But at this juncture, we get the opportunity to consider our own expectations of God and 
And God's presence is not something we can escape. Like wherever we go, He is. We just spend a lot of our time asking Him where He's gone. When He's right here, it gives us the opportunity to consider our own relationship with God. And is it just a series of expectations? Is God the powerful one who goes about making our lives easy? Are we putting God in the same position that Jesus is talking about? Where it's like all these hoops that have to be jumped through and no matter what happens, we're not having eyes to see what God is at work doing in our lives because because it's just different than our expectations. Some things to think about today. And so, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that each day we have plenty to consider, plenty to go back to, plenty to wrestle with, plenty to consider more deeply. And we thank you for this opportunity. Holy Spirit, come and do this work within us. Transform us. Align us with what is true, that we may walk the pathways of truth and wisdom. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. And that is where you can find out what is going on around here, unless you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, which you can download um, free from whatever app store works with whatever device that you have. Just search for Daily Audio Bible. And you can find out what's going on around here and take the journey from within the app. And so certainly check that out. The community section, one of the most important buttons on the web or in the app, We'll give you links to different social media channels that we participate in, but also that is where the prayer wall lives. And we've talked about the prayer wall and we will talk about the prayer wall. It is a resource that is always there for us as part of the global campfire community here. We can always go and tell our story and ask for prayer. We can always go and just check in on different people's stories and offer prayer and encouragement to them. And that can be found in the community section, either on the app or on the web. And so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if, if the mission to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and offered to anyone who will listen anywhere on this planet, any time of day or night and to build community into that rhythm of showing up every day around the global campfire so that as we take this journey a year of life lived together in community we realize we're not alone it's not a solitary endeavor we're in this together if that is life-giving to you then thank you for your partnership there is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. 
And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible family. Um, I'm calling in to request um, a special prayer for my 20-year-old daughter who has so far an undiagnosed um, physical illness. Uh, we're getting more diagnostics um, later this month. And, uh, but it is painful for her to stand. And so we have been bedridden for several months. Um, she's a hospital bed in a, in a wheelchair. And she also has Asperger's and anxiety. And um, her, she's been having more frequent manic episodes that are just terrible and it is very difficult um, on me to manage because I also have recently been diagnosed with MS so um, I'm a single mom in this situation I've got to still work we're trying to secure some in-home health care and it's just been very overwhelming and would really appreciate your prayers. Thank you so much. Good morning, TAB family. Happy New Year. This is Bridget from New York City. I'm calling in first and foremost to say hi. Happy New Year. God bless you all. Welcome to everyone that has just joined us. Uh, looking forward to a new year and, and just being steady and, and consistent in the Lord. Um, I wanted to pray for Hudson's brother. Um, he said that his brother is diabetic and that he's having trouble. So I'm just going to lift him up right now. And Father Jesus, thank you for a brother that cares, Lord God. Thank you for a brother that has asked for prayer. Thank you for this brother, Lord God, that called on your saints, Lord God, to pray for his brother, Lord God. I just ask you that by your Holy Spirit, my God, that you would come, that you would come and eradicate this diabetes in this child, Lord God, and this young man, Lord God, that you would come, Holy Spirit, and remove, Lord, and steady his blood and insulin levels, and Father, that he would not have these bouts any longer in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I ask you, Father, for a full healing, Lord God, and a restoration to his body, Lord God, that this young Hudson would see, Father, that you are true, Lord, that you are true to your word. You say, ask, seek, knock, and the door will be open. And you tell us to bang on the door when we struggle, Lord. That we will answer, that you will answer, Lord God. So I thank you, Father, for this young man. And I pray, Father, for a supernatural healing upon him. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 
Good morning, DAB. This is Diana. I've walked with the Lord for 47 years and continue to grow daily every year. The Lord gave me a word last year of trust, and boy, have I had to walk through trust. And now this year, He has given me the word faith, and we are continued on a walk that daily takes faith. So just pray that I will learn everything the Lord has for me to learn in trusting and having faith in what He is doing in our life. Thank you. God bless. Hey, Dabbers, this is Slave of Jesus, North Carolina. All right, Holy Spirit, let's roll. I mean, we had a guy, Chameleon, been listening for 15 years. You just called in for the first time. How cool is that? Great call, hope to hear you back that. Michael and I, you talking about how you're you're tithing 5% the DAB and you just keep getting blessing. I know, is that the weirdest thing in the world? So the more we give, the more God pours on the blessing. It's not a magic formula, you don't do it for that, but it's just, I don't know, mathematically, the more I give, the more money I have, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, uh, that just seems to be the way it works for me too. Um, so, uh, Last year, it was get ready for 2023. I had this vision that it was the first time we were gonna get our special needs daughter living separate from my wife and I after 20 years of marriage, 21 years of marriage. And uh, that does not look like that is on the horizon. Actually, it's just the opposite. We, bunch of steps uh, backwards yesterday, her main worker gave us three weeks notice that takes her to all her volunteer jobs. And the lady that my wife has finally been comfortable with staying overnight, including we had three nights in a row last week. I was so excited because I like seeing light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, she is moving in a couple months. So we are back to square one of what to do. But uh, God, uh, if you just pray that my wife and I have wisdom and know how to integrate taking care of our special needs daughter with us trying to have a intimate marriage. Uh, yeah, just prayers for that. I really appreciate that. You guys are the ones that will help us see the answer that God wants. And that's what I should be praying for rather than what I want. Love you all. Have a great day. Hello, my DAB family. This is Jamie in New Jersey standing on the word of God. I humbly ask you to please pray with me. Dear Father in heaven, we want to praise, honor, and glorify you, but so often our faith is weak. Though sometimes we may waver, we know that at the end of every day, you are always waiting for us to come home to you. Remind us that whatever we are feeling, there is one truth that prevails above all else, that you are faithful and we are always going to be safe in your hands. Help our heads in our hearts and our souls to believe in you and trust in you fully without a doubt knowing that in you all things are possible father help our faith to grow stronger every day help us to continually realize that you are working everything for our good lord may your great love and sacrifice for us inspire and encourage us to truly live our lives for you help us please to strengthen our faith. Help let our faith grow strong in obedience to your word, to love, serve, and forgive, and to always trust in you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying along with me, my brothers and sisters. May God richly bless you and give you the desires of your hearts. 
I love you all. Have a good night. Hi, it's uh, Andrew Bunter calling again. And uh, I think for simplicity, I'll go off my nickname, which is the uh, the Bushman. Uh, I just uh, wanted to thank everybody for your prayers. Um, I called in uh, regards to the divorce and, and, uh, and what I'm going through there. And uh, the blessing that I was given through the church, uh, the, the miracle through prayer, uh, where I got everything that I need for my kids. Um, I feel I owed it to you guys to, uh, to give you all an update. Um, unfortunately, uh, the courts weren't able to uh, to get the kids in my custody just as of yet. Um, the uh, the judge did uh, go ahead and say that uh, I should have uh, parenting time. I should have uh, unrestrained uh, 50-50 custody for my kids, but uh, unfortunately my wife isn't obliging. And uh, it looks like I'm going to be at least another month without them. Um, and uh, I just wanted to say that I find comfort in uh, in this program and Brian and uh, in the gospel itself. Um, lots of help through the church, uh, reading the Bible and listening to it here, and also listening to everybody else's uh, um, you know everybody else's stories and uh, and praying for you guys too. Um, I uh, I'm happy to do it and. Uh, the least I can do because uh, I feel the results of your prayers. I mean, today was a day where I uh, uh, started off a little rough, and um, I realized that the job I'm at it, uh, it's causing me an allergic reaction, and I wasn't uh, I'm not able to uh, wasn't able to continue on. But uh, I mean, one o'clock today, another miracle happened, and uh, I had another employer reach out to me and. Uh, it's going to be a raise in pay, and it's going to be something I more prefer doing. Um, as uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't even know what to say there. I, uh, I can't believe all these miracles that keep on happening to me in this dark time, and uh, I can only contribute, or yeah, contribute it to uh, to the prayers and, and the Lord Almighty uh, looking out for a little old bushman here. And uh, I want to thank 